Howdy, Hootah Thunkers. This is the host of the Hootah Thunker podcast, Zeb, coming at you. Episode 143. This is the third anniversary episode, and I hope you enjoy. Before we get into the main topic, um, just want to say I have a guest here, my lovely wife, Shannon. Hello, this is Mrs. Carbaugh. Yes, it is. <laughs> And I therefore I have my regular mic on room mode, so if I sound a little bit different, that'd be why. But it's a decent mic. Hopefully it works okay. Before we get into the main event, I'd like to go over the recommendation segment. Um, my latest obsession here. This week I recommend you read or listen to the audiobook, as I do, of uh, Ready Player One. Steven Spielberg directed the 2018 movie rendition of this book, and I thought the movie was kick-ass. I thought it was great. I liked it. Um, it has its flaws. Like, I felt... If uh, it took, you know, it took gaming culture and sort of like whitewashed it in a bit, you know, it, it got rid of all the, the warts and all the things that, I don't know, that makes it realistic and believable. Um, so, and it had to, it's in order for it to appeal to a wider audience. But regardless, it was a fun movie. I enjoyed it. Um, but then I saw a comment on some obscure social media post saying how the book is leagues better. I placed uh, a hold on my Libby app. And within a few weeks, I was listening to the virtual adventures of Parzival. I think I may have mentioned this before, and Shannon, you know about this because I think you showed it to me. Um, but I mentioned that the Libby app is the library on your phone, basically, and you download it Libby. And all you need to access is the library's expansive free catalog of books and audiobooks is a library card. So you just, we just went to our local library. Yeah. yeah. It was pretty neat. And you just need that the car, the number on the back end, in case you don't know, because a lot of people don't go to the library these days. Right. It's free. Anyway, one of the main differences from the movie is that the book can take its time with details further immersing you into the story. Like most books versus movies, that's the case. But it also doesn't hold punches. Whereas Spielberg had to appeal to a wider audience, like I said, to turn a profit after using the $175 million budget he was given, Author Ernest Klein was writing a story for those he wanted to hear it, period. He didn't have to appeal to a different audience. He didn't have the restraints of a, of a studio. Even though Spielberg has his name and he can throw his weight around, he still has to, there's still constraints and, and hoops he has to go through as a movie guy instead of an author. Released in 2011, the book doesn't shy away from the protagonist Wade Watts' religious and political views, and I think it makes it more interesting. A good example of how the book is more gritty than the movie in the movie, Wade is played by actor Ty Sheridan, a handsome, young, and physically built man. In the book, Wade is a dirt-poor, fat, short, high school student with acne. You know, uh, what a, the, the stereotypical, and, and good reason for it, uh, uh, obsessed video gamer looks like, what they actually look like. One last incentive to check out the book, while Spielberg did get the rights to references and uh, reference get the rights to reference an impressive amount of pop culture characters and titles and whatnot, a central part of the story, the book didn't have nearly as many hoops to jump through as a filmmaker would. So the best references were made that fit the story instead of what the movie studio owned or could afford. So where the movie had like the Iron Giant and Gundam Wing, awesome characters and a bunch like Freddy vs. Jason, stuff like that, the book can reference literally anything. So there you go. There you have it. Read or listen to Ready Player One, the book by Ernest Klein. Now, for the main event. For my third anniversary episode, we'll be taking a look back on the past year, not just in what the podcast has done, but what my wife and I have been through in our personal lives. This is a reflection on 2022. This episode will mostly be Shannon and I recording together and just speaking, not from a script, 
but from memory. Spotify bought Anchor.fm, the hosting platform for this podcast, and so we get a wrap this year. We actually looked at back in December. Mm-hmm. I can't remember if we got a wrap last the year before, but we might have. But anyway, this year, I will be sharing those stats, among other things. So one of the first, and I only put on the things I found most interesting. <laughs> What's that one say right there, honey? Uh, it says you created 1,011 minutes of new content. That's more than 91% of other creators in the society and culture category. I feel like that's a high percentage. I feel like I didn't create that much. This podcast only like what? On average, like 25 minutes long. It's weekly with mm-hmm. an asterisk. I miss some weeks. We go mm-hmm. on vacation or whatever. Um, but yeah, most podcasts still technically open, but no longer crank out, crank out new episodes, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe they're counting those. Anyway, um, this is one of my favorite stats right here. Go ahead, honey. So it's heard in 43 countries in the top five countries were the United States, Canada, Brazil, India, and the United Kingdom. 43 countries. That's just what Spotify can track. Uh, all of this is pretty much just what Spotify can track, or some of them. is Some of these stats are just what Spotify has. Now, this one I've always been proud of, this one, because it shows the range of my topics. Ever since the beginning, I've been reaching all over the world. Um, it may not be many listeners, but the listeners I have are from everywhere. 83 countries have tuned in in total, not just from 2022, but from when I started in January of 2020. Wow. 83 countries. That's impressive. I can't even name 83 countries. <laughs> so... <laughs> What's this one right here? Uh, your podcast was in the top 20% most shared globally. So 42% shared a direct link, 34% shared it via text, 17% shared via WhatsApp. Is that eight? Eight percent shared via other, and then two percent was shared via Facebook. I think it says five percent. These oh, are small. Sorry. That's okay. I I've never shared this on WhatsApp. I don't know anyone that uses WhatsApp, so that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. People I don't know are listening because <laughs> the only people I hear from are people I actually know in real life. Oh, I'm thirsty. The Facebook and other are most likely from, you know, me shamelessly promoting my podcast on social media, which I still do, but not as much. Not every week. I haven't used WhatsApp since like 2015 when I went to Europe. Yeah. Did you, ever use, did you use that when you when went I to was Europe? In Europe? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. It, it used to be super secure, but I heard WhatsApp isn't secured anymore. Mm-hmm. But I haven't used it since then, so I don't know who's using it. Um, have you, Huda Thunkers, been sharing with your friends and family? Well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what's oh, I like this one. The podcast saw a lot of gains this year. There are 73% more followers and 39% more listeners. I don't know what the difference is there. I think listeners is like they come back each and every episode, mm, maybe. Uh, yeah, it's also good to grow. I don't make money off this podcast, I just like knowing that you know someone's listening, mm-hmm. even if sometimes I know it's just my wife <laughs> <laughs> on your way home from work. Uh, I have had quite a lot of people ask me about this podcast in person, which is nice. I could talk for hours and talk about topics that I've covered on here because i uh, that's the reason why I like doing I like learning about these things. So if you see me out in public, go ahead and ask me. I, it's guaranteed I'll just ramble on. But you could ask me about a lot of things and I could ramble on for about 15 minutes about it. <laughs> what have we got here? Um, you're a top 10 podcast for 239 fans. You're a top five podcast for 151 fans. And you're a number one podcast for 51 fans. I have no idea who those 51 people are. Yeah, if you're hearing this, reach out and yeah. let us know. <laughs> I think, yeah, I added a link so you can add, I think almost since the beginning, a link so you can add like a voice chat. You can be like, hey, this, you know, you could add to a voice message. 
I can include it or not, whether you do you say so. Also, a Q&A has been added. A lot of new features in Spotify, Bot, Anchor, a lot of new things you can do. And this is one I was baffled by. You know, who are these people? <laughs> 239 people having their top 10 podcasts. Then again, who the hell listens to more than 10 podcasts? Who has the time? No one. So who to thunk it this year? I got 42 episodes, over 1,000 minutes, 43 countries, and 73% increase in followers. And thank you. We, I have about, uh, I said we, I have about 30,000 listens total ever that anchor.fm can track and i know there are some sites that my podcast is on and anchor.fm cannot track how many listens it gets there but thirty thousand is not something a professional podcaster will be proud of just not it only comes out to about ten thousand a year but i'm not a professional podcaster i do this for a sense of accomplishment and because i found a passion for hosting shows when i was just a little kid when i played arthur fonzarelli for the uh elementary uh talent show so i don't know i just love it i'm a ham is what i've been called by my second grade teacher <laughs> so i'm proud of that number Thirty thousand. it's pretty good and yeah thanks to all the friends and family members that listen all the time the what's this only counting spotify the listenership is up 92 it's 92 percent male and and 51 between the ages of 28 and 34 so thanks dudes 92 percent dudes out there and out of all the platforms this past year, 78% were from Spotify and 94% from the USA. And the blog's been doing pretty good, gradually increasing each year. I got a map on the blog. It's so cool to see all the different countries that this podcast has reached. Now, enough with statistics that I just like posting about. I don't know how great it is to listen to. Let's talk about some of my favorite episodes of the year. And I have these in, in order from when they came out in the year 2022. Back in January, I did one on Hawaiian pizza. It was one of my favorites. It's only about 13 minutes long. And how the divisiveness of Hawaiian pizza. Do you like Hawaiian pizza? No. You don't? No. I didn't know that. I do not like pep uh, pepperoni. I don't like pineapple on my pizza. Why? You don't like pineapple and ham? I like them together. I don't like them on pizza. Huh. That's surprising. I actually didn't know that about you. But it's divisive. I enjoy it. I, if I eat a Hawaiian pizza, it's not like I pick it out. It's not like something I love, but I've eaten it. I'm like, huh, that's interesting. Just, as long as the pineapple isn't too juicy. I don't need it, you know, too I just, fruity. I just don't order that. <laughs> <laughs> I have, and I, it's pretty good. But I like how it's divisive, and you know. but the main thing I liked about Hawaiian pizza is that it was invented in Canada by a Greek immigrant who was inspired by Chinese food to put a South American ingredient on an Italian dish that went on to be most popular in Australia. So it's it's all encompassing. It brings us all together. Yeah. Even even if it, what it brings together is people hating it or people loving it, Hawaiian pizza I feel like is the dish that represents our global world. Yeah, talking about multicultural. Yeah. <laughs> in uh, February, I did an episode called Make Mead, which I have done. Um, I've made sixty plus bottles. Sixty plus. Yeah, probably. <clears throat> well, I've made a couple five. Uh, yeah, sixty plus is probably a good sixty seventy bottles of mead. Mm -hmm. gallons and gallons and what'd you say how much how much money do you think that's cost me at least a thousand at least a thousand dollars i started in january of uh 2022 and yeah uh honey is not a, not cheap but it is easy to make so if you just make a small batch or a small amount it's not that bad and april i did one of the battle of blair mountain um the largest uprising in united states history was between a community of coal miners and the companies that employed them and on U.S. soil. There was bombs, there was planes, it was crazy. 
and a lot of people died and nobody's ever heard about it in their history classes. In May, I did an episode, benign masochism, you know, popping pimples, eating spicy food, watching horror movies, and riding roller coasters are all things that people derive pleasure from via benign masochism. It's kind of weird. Shannon and I, we've watched Dr. Pimple Popper. You enjoy Dr. Pimple Popper. <laughs> you I watched it. do not. <laughs> she, she finds it gross, and it is gross, but it's also, I, I get a weird sense of satisfaction what I think I like about it is, you know, it's writing a wrong. There's something wrong with this person and they gets fixed. But also apparently benign masochism is like, it's masochism is when you derive pain from others, but benign is you don't cause it. It's, it, you know. It's, Just watching it. Yeah. And so it could be self-imposed, like the spicy foods or roller coasters, stuff like that. In August, I did an episode, The Worst Road Trip I've Ever Taken. If you want to know the story behind that, go ahead and listen to it. It came out August 31st. Um, it's episode 127 of this podcast, and it's about an actual road trip that I went on for a bachelor party for my buddies, and it's one of my most listened to podcast episodes of this year. So if you want to check it out, um, it's not a happy story, but it's, a, I think, a good one. And then the most recent one, last favorite episode of the year, is The Eggplant. Oh, uh, I like that one. It you did like crazy. that one? Yeah. One of my other friends said they were like, holy crap, I had no idea that happened. Tell me, I'll be tall. Tomoaki Hamatsu uh, was <laughs> manipulated and lied to in order to boost ratings of a Japanese reality TV show. He is credited by hosting or for hosting the first ever video game live stream. He's the Guinness Book of World Record. Uh, he's in the Guinness Book of World Records, and he has scaled Mount Everest. He is the eggplant. Why they call him the eggplant? You have to you have to check it out. Mm-hmm. Um, but. It's, this guy's story is crazy and, and inspiring. It does have a happy ending, I think, towards the end, but not because of the rea- what the reality TV show did to him. That was so bizarre. Enough about the podcast, honey. I know. You're just sitting here like, it's 6 o'clock on a Tuesday. I'm mm. tired. But anyway, enough about the podcast. Um, I Now it's time to have a cathartic reflection on our lives this past year, and I put some pictures together. You sure. You've seen them on Facebook, but... Um, on December 23rd, 2021, so this is right before 2022, I became an uncle and you were already, you were already aunt of, uh, Tanner of your, yeah. Yeah. Of your brother's kid. But I became an aunt on your side. On my side of the family. Mm -hmm. Um, and and this is a, my sister Cash, she, she gave birth to a beautiful baby girl and her name is beautiful baby. Her name is whimsy. Mm -hmm. I have a picture here with (laughs) my mom and my sister came to visit me. It was so cold. They didn't want to, she was a newborn. She was like a, a preemie, preemie baby. And they didn't want to take her out. It was, and I understand it was ridiculously cold. I came in and I think we had, COVID. we had COVID or we were just getting over it or something. Yeah. So they, they were in town. They dropped in, pulled in the parking lot of our apartment. And I walked up to the window and I look the picture. I put it on social media. I look kind of creepy. I'm wearing a purple robe and I'm just looking at my niece through the window. And she, <laughs> it's adorable. So here's the pictures of Shannon and I with little baby girl Whimsy. We spent a lot of time with our niece and nephew this year. Oh, I love it. It's really enjoyable. Good time. <laughs> there you are. No, good time. And then we bought a house. I almost did a separate episode just on buying this house during one of the craziest times ever to buy a house in this country. It mm. was nuts. Mm-hmm. We literally saw the house for, what was it, 15 minutes? If that. It was an open house and there were cars parked on the street and there were at least 
60 people in here. It was it was nuts. And in our 1,000-square-foot house. 1,000-square-foot house. There was tons and tons of people. And I guess there was two or three bidders that were, mm -hmm. had a higher offer than ours. But we were like, we don't need that many inspections. <laughs> we'll find out in a couple of years if that was a good choice. But we like it here. We love our house. And it was a big step. Um, and we don't take it lightly. But also, I kind of love it. I love mowing lawns, mowing our lawn. I love letting our dog run around. We have a garden, uh, woodworking. It's fun. We host parties and stuff. And we got a great interest rate. <laughs> yeah, we did. Great interest rate during COVID. It was, oh my gosh. The, that, the episode I was going to do on that was a little bit on COVID as much as I learned because we did so much research on the house. And yeah, I guess the, the interest rates like doubled since mm -hmm. then. So anyway, uh, <laughs> nice little ditty. I just found a picture. My dad bought me a kilt. So I now am the owner of a kilt with zero Scottish uh, heritage. Oh, look, that's actually the same shirt I'm wearing right now. Yes, it is. But my dad and I got kilts. Uh, they're not matching. They're different different style tartans, but I like wearing it. So if you ever see me wearing a tart, wearing my uh, my kilt around. That was at the Renaissance Festival. Yeah. If you haven't been there, you should probably go visit. Pennsylvania Renaissance. It was actually fun. Your local Renaissance Fair is probably just as neat. We went to a few weddings this year. Uh, do you remember all the? Do you remember the weddings we went to? Um, we went to Pittsburgh one on a Friday, and then we got up the next day and flew to Las Vegas for a Las Vegas one on Saturday night, and then we went to another one. Right? Is that the same one? I don't yeah, know. that's the one on Friday. Yeah. Yeah, we went to another one later in the year. Oh, Travis and Jamie. Oh yeah. Yeah. We, we went, went to one that was mm -hmm. yeah in October. Yeah. So yeah, we went to a wedding and Friday night, Pittsburgh, uh, the Three Rivers Casino. And then within the next 24 hours, we went to another wedding in Las Vegas for my aunt. And, you know, it was really fun. Got pictures of us flying. Mm -hmm. oh, nuts. Now, and then, after all those weddings we went to, we had our own. Yay! We got <laughs> married! I've, I've said it many times in the podcast. It's not a big reveal, but we got married. It was crazy. Um, and so fun. It, it was, was so fun. No. We worked so hard on planning that wedding. Yes, we as in me. <laughs> and a little bit of you. I did a little you bit. What I do? I got the bus. Yep. I got the after after party bar, which uh -huh. that is when we got trashed. I well, was, I didn't. I was already trashed. Oh, but. yeah. <laughs> I was consistently, I consistently had a couple beers, but I was being very pacing myself and eating. And then it seems like a lot of my friends were getting in our late 20s and, you know, my dad said it was crazy, even for my bachelor party. He's like, you guys, like five years ago, be vomiting. Be, you guys would all be trash. But for my wedding, even my bachelor party was a lot more tame. But we were drinking a couple of beers. But something about the after party, after we were so exhausted, it's like we could let our hair down. Yeah. And then we were like, maybe we should change. And I said, let's not change. Let's show up to the bar. My sister wanted us to change, so I didn't ruin my dress. I but said, at that point, the dress not. was already ruined. So yeah. I was like, whatever, we're just going to the bar. Yeah, on 10, 21, 22... Shannon and I got married, and we went to the after party in our full, in our full suit and gown. And, just and it went. was great. It was fun. <laughs> and then it was it was nuts. Yep. And then the wedding time. blues were real. Were oh my real. gosh! We had so many people. It was 140 some people, mm -hmm. and just so many friends and family. And it was. I'm such an extrovert. I love being around people. It seriously felt like a drug. Like I was so happy to see everyone. But you don't get to have a very in depth visit with any single person you just go sort of get to get to say hi and hang out for a couple minutes with right. a lot of people right. but still it was great and i love being 
the 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 center of attention. I love it. But when it was over, it was like we we had what three days off after the three mm-hmm. or four days off after the wedding because we knew we'd need to recuperate. And my gosh, it was depressing. Yeah, <laughs> it was like the the worst emotional hangover I've ever had. Yeah, that's yeah. true. So that was our year, twenty twenty two. Now we're going to go eat dinner. Thank you for stopping by Huda Thunkers for the anniversary episode. Um, and I have no idea what my next episode will be on next week, but I'll have one for you. Tune in next week, guys. Here's to 2023. Here's to 2023. Catch you later.